BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them out in the morning, y'all. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, you are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. A uh, One and only, it is Steve Harvey. Yeah, got a radio show. Okay. This is uh, timely for everybody, I'm sure. Um, I want to offer you all uh, some encouragement because... Everybody need it. Let me tell you something. Uh, You strike out on your goals. You strike out on your aspirations. And so you strike out as it happens to all of us. Here it comes. Life. Life just hits one of them bad notes. As it always does. As it always does for all of us. For everybody. Now, when those bad notes happen, when the haters come out of nowhere, when the setback comes up, when the, when the out of nowhere appears, when the I didn't see that coming comes, here's, here's what you have to do. Here is the thing that I have been teaching myself for years that I used to not always understand, so I'm trying to give it to you. You have to be encouraged anyway. Now, that's difficult. Okay, Steve, what you talking about? You just told me all this discouraging stuff that can happen, and you said you got to be encouraged anyway. Yeah, man, you have to. Because what's happening to you right now, the thing that you're going through right now, the thing that everybody's going through right now, ain't nobody on smooth sailing, man. Everybody got something. And if they if they don't smooth sell it, just know this is coming. There's nothing I'm wishing on anybody. It's just that this is life. This is how it happens, everybody. So please stop stop getting on the old woe is me bandwagon. Oh Lord, why me? Oh Lord, something always happened to me. Something always happens to everybody. But here's what you got to do when you get in moments like this. You got to be encouraged. You got to remember in those times, in those times when it's going wrong, you got to remember all that you've been through. You got to remember all that you've come through. You have to remember those other times when you felt like this and somehow, unexplainably, you don't even really stop to say nothing about it. It just changed for you. And the problem that was is no more. And the situation that seemed so insurmountable, you got over it. You got around it. You got over it. Sometimes you just got to slide right under it. Sometimes you got to plow through it. But in those times when it's discouraging for you, when you feel like giving up, Those are the tests. Those are the moments that will determine whether we make it or not. I'll tell you one thing for sure. 
If you give up in these moments right here, here is a for show. You'll never make it. That's unquestionably the deal. If you give up in these dark times, if you give up in these what you think is insurmountable moments, if you turn back now, here is the 1,000% for show. You ain't going to make it. But there is a bright side to this situation. If you keep your head down, if you keep forging, if you keep pressing on, sometimes if you just stand there and sometimes get knocked to your knees, but if you stay in that place, if you just stay there and ride the storm out, my head is bloodied but unbowed. If you can just stay there, if you can sit in that moment, and ride it out, you will win. You will pass the test, and you will get to move on to the next level. But there is no next level without a test. You can't get to grade six without passing grade five. You can't be a senior without first being a junior. You can't graduate without fulfilling the hours and requirements. You see, I don't care what you do in life. Look at it. It's all set up on levels where you've got to accomplish the thing before in order to get to the next level. And when you've made those level accomplishments, you get to graduate. Now, you can go on and get a master's and a Ph.D. You can go on and become rich. You can go become wealthy. Or you can go, or you can go somewhere and think yourself in another set of circumstances. But you got to go through something to get to something. There ain't nothing free. So you can stop that notion about being successful. That is easy. Come on, man. If it was easy, what 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 we on what we talking about? It is not easy. Stop thinking it is. It is difficult. But I'll tell you what's even more difficult than becoming successful. You want to know what that is? Try not being successful your whole life. That's hard. You are listening to a person who has done them both. Been successful and really, really been not successful. And I got news for you. Both of them hard. But I would rather deal with what it is to be something, to make something out of myself, to force myself to go to work when I don't feel like it. This morning was a rough get up for me. But I got up and I said, thank you anyway. Never give up. And I don't watch this dude till he done mess around and got close to me because he just never gave up. You can, you can never, ever give up. Never. It's not an option. Giving up cannot be an option for you. You cannot do that. You, it's, it's out of the question. It's inconceivable in your mind to quit because to quit is to what? What you get when you quit? Nothing. There is a reward for those who hang in there, who never give up, who forge through, who see it through, who get knocked down and get back up, who gets trampled but somehow gathers themselves and get back to your knees. But stay in that place, man. Don't ever give up. Don't let go. Be encouraged. Think of all you've been through. Think of all you come through. Think of all he's done for you. Think of all the times you thought you wasn't going to make it, but somehow, without you ever even saying thank you, he got through. He got you through it anyway. That's that thing called grace now. We kind of need that in our life. 
All I, all I need is a little more grace. You can't give God no money for grace, man. Grace is absolutely free. It's available to everybody. But you can't get none if you quit. Don't give up. I'll just tell you that flat out. Don't ever give up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Coming in soft, coming in sexy, coming in pretty. It's that nephew, that sexy nephew. Okay, yes, that's 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 it. He let me have it today, and I'm going to give it to you today. It's Sexy Tommy holding it down. Steve Harvey Morning Show with the beautiful ladies. Yeah, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Farrell, Mississippi Montecar, and also Junior Boy laying in the cut. It is the nephew. Well, you, you, everybody finna say good morning, Sexy Tommy on here. I'm just, I'm, oh, you gone. I wish. Every day we got to say this. Every day. Hey, man, just, when your voice comes back, just let me just ask the question. We all want to know, when is your voice getting back? It'll <laughs> be back in about another month. Don't you worry about it. Right now, sexy Tommy to you. I can't, I can't, I can't get, can't nobody? Nobody? What, I can't get what, sexy you want Tommy us to no- say it, sexy uh, Tommy? You talking about uh, you can't yes, get nobody? Uh, yes, and oh, enunciate oh, it. Yeah. Yes. Oh. I've been married 20 days. The only thing I say sexy is my wife. I know that. Oh, you better come in here. I know that means strong. Coming in here strong. I wish I would call her. Shirley, I can't do that. So now you're down to two. You lost Jim. Down to two. Okay. Okay. Shirley, go ahead. Shirley. No, you go ahead, Carla. You go ahead. Wait, I have a question. Is Tommy still my work husband? Hell yeah. He said we about you know to get divorced. I want to be Giselle, Tom Brady's wife. Yeah. I'm sick of him. <laughs> Carla, we 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 are we are work married. I just don't require a lot from you. That's all it is. I just don't ask you to do a lot. That's all. But I have to say but sexy. That's it. Just sexy time. That's all. Good morning, sexy time. That's all I want. Okay, okay we get it over with. with. Three, two, one. Good morning, sexy Tommy. What was the she pressure? She snatched that band-aid, band-aid off, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> and just went for it. <laughs> all right, Shirley, come on. Sexy oh, Tommy. Oh, God. Sexy Tommy. Good morning. Yeah. Let's all go. All right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Junior boy. Oh, Lord. You want, you want to ask sexy anything? Because, you know, you know, you're always what? asking Uncle you better, Steve something. You better you be asking me about a game. You better be asking <laughs> 
You better <laughs> sports talk right what? now. You better ask me about oh, did I see the sixty second home run or something? You better just say something like that. Don't. I'm not saying it. Dog. I can't. Was it a was it a sexy did home you? run, Julia? That's all I'm asking, brother. Was it a was sexy it a, home run? Hey man, hey man, for real, we finna fight. Don't ask. You know, you're not. Junior has had it. <laughs> you can't ask no other man to say sexy to you. Dog, you you talking to me, man? I know. I've been knowing you for years. What is I what know, is, dog. But well, when's your voice coming back? Cause I need the strong Tommy back now. <laughs> I, need sex. I need strong Tommy. Give me about thirty more days. I'm gonna be ready, baby. Well, we need to speed you know that what? Up. Since we're talking about sexy junior, I don't think we've ever heard your sexy voice. What, oh, what does sexy that, junior sound yeah, like? That's sexy junior. Just, just like that. Just Watch like here that. Go. Here go. Here go. Sexy junior. Right don't hate Tommy. Oh, come, come on, junior. Come on. Come on. Okay. Morning, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy Junior in the building. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see all y'all getting turning fans on right now while I'm talking. Yeah. Sexy Junior. That's about the best I can do, Shirley. That's the best? That's your best? I love wow. it. I love it. All right. We got all kinds of shenanigans coming up for you this morning. Uh, at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. Nephew, what you got today? With my stupidity. And um, this one right here, just, 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 you know, um, this one makes me proud. This right here, this title, Bring My Breast Back. You understand? And for all of you out there, for all hey, you men out breast. there that have that have bought breasts, you know, uh-huh. enhanced to make some... <laughs> That, you know, if y'all break up, you got the right to get your breath back. I'm just saying. They, <laughs> you bought them. You bought them. You oh, ought to be no. able to get them back. What's up, Carla? You ought to, what, 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 what? What about the BBL? You kind of touched on that yesterday. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never invested in no, no, no BBLs yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why I sound like some rims though? Why we sound like yeah? <laughs> BBS is gold. Some people BBS. think that stands for big booty ladies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? BBLs. That's what it's. That's what some people think it stands for. Okay. If oh, I buy you a for? Brazilian butt lips, that's what it stands for. Oh. Now, if I buy a butt too, oh come uh-huh. on now, oh ain't no way you, you, want you all can't that leave back. me. Oh that, oh that just a. Just a box full of stuff. Here we go. Let's go, cat dog. Hello, I'm trying to reach Oliver. Yeah, this him. Hey, uh, you married? You 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 engaged to Madison, right? Uh, yes, I am. There's a problem with it or something? What's up? No, 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 no. I'm, my name is Ricky, man. Have you heard about uh, her last person that she was engaged to? Well, she kind of spoke briefly about you. Okay, but you know what, man? First of all, let me just say this. Congratulations, okay? Let me let me be the first to say that. Congratulations for. Uh, y'all getting engaged, and I hope it worked with y'all. Okay. Okay. Here, here's why I call. Uh, we got a we got a situation at hand that we kind of need to clear up between you and I. So, okay. uh, what is it? Me, me, and you got a little conversation we need to have about property. Well, we talking about property. What property? The property we live in. What are you talking about? This is my property. Okay. No, I'm not talking about your house or nothing like that. Oh, okay. I got some property over there that belonged to me, and and I'm trying to figure out how we can rectify the problem. Well, I'm quite sure if it's something I can pack up or whatever, you can come get it. I have no problem. What do you have over here in my house that's yours? Okay, the actual the actual breast that she had belonged to me. The the the, the breast. Her you... breast. I bought her some breast implants. Man, I ain't know nothing about no breast implants. 
Okay, you may not know nothing about it, but the bottom line is I spent ten thousand dollars on some breast implants, and I want my property back, buddy, man. <laughs> you, no, man, you're not getting back. What are you talking about, breast implants? I ain't know hey, nothing hey, about that, man. Hey, man, I you understand you're not back. knowing about it, but I'm calling you like a man explaining it to you, and I'm trying to let you know. You, you know, I, I bought her some breast implants. Now, that's my property. Now, just like just like when it don't work out with with uh, 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 an engagement don't work out. You want your ring back? Well, I want my breath back. Oh no, man! If you had gave her a ring, you can get that back. But this system, man, what do you? I mean, come on, man! You ain't get back. Hey, man, I'm getting them back. Oh, I'm gonna be over there every other week, being happy with what, what I done bought. No, no, that ain't that ain't what's gonna happen. No, no, little brother, that ain't gonna happen there. I don't know what you're calling for. About dollars, ten thousand dollars, the breast implants. You ain't getting. You come over here if you want to. When you with somebody, when you lose them, you lose every damn thing you paid for. So if you bought us some, your damn should have bought the when you got married. You know what I'm saying? You should have waited then bought the damn. So them mine. I'm gonna be over here. That's what I'm gonna do with your breast implants. So your money was well spent. You ain't get back. Move on in your life. Hey man, you don't tell me when and when when I'm supposed to buy something. I buy something when I feel like it. But the bottom line is them them breasts belong to me. Now no, we're gonna work no. we're gonna somebody gonna pay me ten thousand dollars one way or the other. Oh no, no, you ain't getting nothing back here, man. You got to move on with your life, man. When y'all broke up, y'all wasn't together no more that left with her. She walked away with him, man. That's it. That's over. I'm sorry. Hey, man, hey, let me say something to you, man. I'm coming over there. I'm coming over there and have a conversation with Madison about this because that's who I evidently I need to talk to. No, you're not talking to nobody over here. You're talking to me like you say man to man. I'm letting you know, man, you're lost. You're lost, man. You don't get nothing. I ain't even get my number. You get my, Let me get your number so I can call you back when she on her way home. My number on the breath. Your that's number on the breath. That's $10,000. That's your number. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to check it. I'm going to show check it. And I'm going to look at it every day because you ain't getting nothing back, brother. Never mind. You're lost, man. It's over. Let me ask you this, man. Have you even bought the ring from Madison yet? Yeah, I've bought the ring. That's what you do when you get engaged. I paid. The ring is bought, brother. Why are you worried about my ring? How much the ring costs? <clears throat> about $8,000, That's a nice ring. See, the, see the, the breath costs more than the damn ring. You're a cheap little man. Man, you, man. I mean, I didn't bought the ring. You talking about, look, dude, she gone. Them breasts ain't yours no more, man. You don't get back here. If it was a ring, a pair of shoes or something, I give you that back. So what now? What now? Hey, man, all I'm going to say is this here. I'm going to come over there and have a conversation with Madison about my breath, because the breath belongs to me. You're not coming over here and getting nothing. She ain't even here, but you can bring your over here. You come over here with your chest pushed out, I'm going to push it back in for your brother. Them gone. I got two breasts over there. Each of them is $5,000, and I want both of them. Man, look, you ain't getting Who the is you? You call every ex-girlfriend you break up with wanting back? I call the ones that I done bought breasts for. Thank you. That's a good damn wedding gift, I guess. Hey, don't, hey, man, don't, don't, you, don't, don't. Let me tell you something. Don't you touch my damn breast. You hear me? Man, look here, man. I don't know who the hell, man. I, how you can get on my line, man? What? Is, who is this? I'm the person that owned the breast. Do you know who this man, is? You don't own nothing over here, man. You didn't took a loss on there, brother. You didn't took a straight loss on there, man. You got me up, partner. Who the is this, man? You lost your mind calling my phone. I'm going to tell you right now who this is, partner. Yeah, well, who is this? This is Nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Madison got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> oh, man, you boy, you ain't <laughs> That's cold. Boy, you, boy, you cold, man. Ain't somebody.
somebody, but tell me this is it. They real, are they? How the hell I know? I don't, you're supposed to know what you marry. I don't know if they... Why are you asking me if they real? <laughs> I don't know. Place. I'm still... But you don't let you bought some man. <laughs> you, know, you still got me messed up. <laughs> real or fake, you sound like that. <laughs> well, y'all come, man. Y'all, y'all need to stop that, man. But I listen to you. And last people, you got to laugh my... Up. I never thought I'd get got. <laughs> hey, Oliver, what's the baddest radio show, man? Steve Harvey Money Show. That's the truth. You got me good, man. You got me good, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Tommy. Coming up next, ask the nephew and ask Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Black Lives Matter goes off on Kanye West and Candace Owens for wearing White Lives Matter t-shirts. Plus, Herschel, yeah, plus Herschel Walker's son, Christian, uh, drags his daddy on Twitter. And R&B, yeah, yeah, this is craziness. Mm, I'm not going to be a slave with you, Dad. I'm not going to be a slave (laughs) with you. R&B singer Life Jennings, he's been on the show several times, uh, Life Jennings said serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer asked him to sing Pretty Brown Eyes for him while they were in prison together. You better sing it. Oh, he eat your ass. You better sing it. <laughs> we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the nephew and ask Junior. Okay, here we go. Charlinda in the Bronx writes, listen, guys, my husband and our neighbor got into an argument over trash cans on our side of the yard. I told Uh-oh. my hubby to chill out, and he got mad and told me not to ever talk to him like that in front of others. People are mm-hmm. crazy nowadays, and I didn't want my husband to get hurt. How can he be mad at me for that? Because what you cannot do is call yourself checking your man or putting your man in a certain place in front of everybody. Your man is out there being king. When he out there being king, you got to stand behind him and say, whatever my man say, that's the way you ride it out. But you can't be out there, baby, hold on, hold on. You can't be out there refereeing, stand behind your man, okay? Whatever your man behind. say, that's what go. I don't care if he picked that man up and put his ass in that trash can and closed the lid. You ride it out with your man. Now, go ahead, Junior. Junior. Uh, I can't. I didn't have a trash can uh, argument yeah. before. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, Clearly, I can't, I can't speak on that show. It's best you go to the next question because I have valet trash. They pick it up. I don't never argue about trash. I have nothing. To <laughs> they come get my trash. I I can't speak. I don't know how to pull the trash can to the end of the road. I live in an apartment. What the hell am I talking about? You live in an apartment. <laughs> yeah. Why should I, Why should I be out here trying to give advice on trash cans? Tommy got a trash can. He understands that. Trash can that. etiquette. Yeah. I, 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 I never saw the people getting my trash. Never seen them. And Junior, let me tell you something. Out here, I live in the. Of course, I live in the wilderness. So yeah. you got to really. It's a. It's a. It's a work of art when you take the trash out. You got to take the trash out. You gotta. You gotta pour a little bit of Clorox in there so you can keep all the rodents out. Because if not, you can walk out there at two in the morning and the raccoons have taken over. So you got to. Oh, yeah. And oh, they got to be ready. <laughs> oh, they smart. Smart. It sound like I'm gonna be in the apartment. <laughs> Apartment living. <laughs> you and your boo, your new wife. I ain't mad. She to get her mind off a house. It's gonna be in here. <laughs> All right, right moving on. Moving on to uh, Danae in Honolulu. Danae says, "I'm a 44 year old single woman, and I scare men away because I don't shave. So I do groom the hair under my arms, but I don't go bare." 
I have my own beliefs about body hair and it's been a problem in my relationships. Why can't men embrace this? Why? I just, that, that National Geographic, look, I just can't do it. It just, <laughs> ooh, it's just too much for me. I got this. If, if, if I'm dealing with you, I promise you, we're going to get this old witty meeting. I'm going to get you in there. We're going to shave you down. All of it. Matter of fact, I'm going to take you. We're going to get you waxed. Everything. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Laser all that. Uh-huh. From the neck down. You wow. expense to be really mm-hmm. naked. We from the neck down. We finna get you right. Junior. What? You sure took out the mystery while you single. <laughs> you took the mystery out of that. You 44 and single. We not surprised if you don't shave. I can't walk in the bathroom, your right arm up, and you combing hair under your arm. I don't want this. Don't none of this say I want you. Don't none of them. Did you miss the part where I said she grooms the hair under her arms, but she doesn't yeah, go But what about everything you, else? Yeah, Fair the enough? fact that you said there's hair under there. See, that's uh-huh. the problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't ain't no man finna embrace this. We we both we both got it. We got we both got hair under our arms. We both. <laughs> I don't like hair on the ladies' legs. Do y'all like that? I just for me, no. my preference. No. My preference. No. No, man, my auntie didn't shave her leg. Every time I saw her, it looked like the wolf pack. Like, I think she played football. I swear to God, man. (laughs) You got hair on your calf muscle, dog? Come on now. (laughs) Come on, All right, so so moving on, moving on. You know some women out there with back hair, too. You know that, don't you? Back back hair. That right there. Okay, now y'all know me and can't say nothing about back hair. Be quiet. But if a woman got back hair. But a woman got back hair. That's that's, that's really, come on now. Yeah, come on now. Who double standard? All right. Uh, Barbara in Albany says, my husband is 62 years old, and he's worked as a road manager for over 40 years. I found an unopened pack of condoms in his toiletry bag after he got back from a gig. He told me, therefore the guys in the group, and it's his job to have all the stuff they need. This is news to me. Should I believe him? Mm. What is you doing in his toiletry bag? Oh, that's how you flipping it. Okay. What are you doing in there? That's got nothing to do with you. That ain't your deodorant. That ain't your toothpaste. What are you doing in his toiletry bag? And whatever he said, that's what it is. That's for the rest of the group. Okay? That's for Robbie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. It's for all of them. That ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> Robbie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. <laughs> Shout out to Brooke, <laughs> their manager. What's what up, Brooke? Yeah. What up, Shout Brooke? out to Johnny Gill, too. Yeah. Yeah. Go right, ahead, but so, junior, junior so boy. Junior, come on. No, I'm with Tommy, and we stand inside. What are you doing in that toilet bag? That is none of your business. Let me tell you something. Do you know how much sex backup singers get? It ain't just for the lead group. <laughs> backup singers get action, too. Yes, they do. Okay. They, backup they get singers the matter. Group, right. They get what the group don't want. Okay. They get what the group don't want. That's how that go. You have to have condoms for them because they ain't thinking. And then oh, the band can't. got oh. to have some. We then the drummer got get a drummer some. Come on now. Get a drummer some. <laughs> Get out that bag. This is stupid. Really <laughs> I don't believe is. him. Don't believe don't him, believe, Barbara. Don't believe him. You don't believe him. Barbara. Oh, mm-mm, my goodness. You have to. Mm-mm. I believe him because he's a I road manager. Road yeah. managers, they he do. I promise you, the road manager got everything, everything. you need. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Really? Ibuprofen condoms. Come on now. That was- <laughs> all that. <laughs> he got all of it. And whatever he don't have, he gonna he knows how to get it. He, he knows how to get it. 
Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <clears throat> moving on. He Last one, some, guys. He can get some chili. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to, to Marcus in Nashville. Marcus says, I'm 49 and I've been married since I was 21 years old. I've been focused nonstop on providing a good life for my family. My wife says she needs a break from me and our kids, so she's going on a vacation by herself. I was stunned because I've never needed a break from her. Why does she need to be alone? Mm. Well, let me tell you this. I don't know why she needs to be alone. It's probably you. But let me tell you, it's been to happen on that weekend that she leaves. It's going down. What's going going down? down. What? Everything. She fins to do it, Carla. What? 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 She she's to going do with it. a man? You're saying she's going to be with a she man? She's going to meet somebody there or somebody going to meet her there or she's going to meet somebody while she there. But it's going down. Mm-hmm. And when Why she can't... come back, you're not going to know a damn thing. About... I just think it's a self-care mental health break. That's yeah. You know she damn needs self-care. A break. <laughs> she needs a break. I'm with her. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Coming up next, it is at the top of the hour. Some entertainment news for you right after this. You can go to your mama house for self-care. You ain't got to go way out of town. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR, Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda, To The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
We've all seen the picture of Kanye West and right-wing activist, uh, political activist Candace Owens. They were both rocking White Live Matter t-shirts at his Yeezy fashion show in Paris. Now, in response to the picture, Black Lives Matter movement is uh, going after Kanye, saying it's nothing but a stunt to hurt folks fighting for justice. In a release statement, Black Lives Matter said, um, while some may see Kanye and Candace's stunt as a distraction, we recognize that it harms thousands of families fighting for justice for their loved ones killed by state-sanctioned violence. Uh, Kanye says he wore the White Lives Matter t-shirt at his fashion show because he thinks Black Lives Matter was a, quote, scam. Wow. He just don't He just keep getting stupid to tear. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about him. I really am. I'm done. I'm not giving him no more chances. I'm not. He not getting no more from me. That's it. And that's what happens. We keep giving him chances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We keep talking to him and listening to him. Yeah. It's insulting for him to wear that shirt. It is insulting. And I cannot believe that he wore that shirt. Now, Candace Owens, I could care less. Yeah, and we can believe she would wear wear it. Yes. We can believe she'll wear it. Mm -hmm. I'm not shocked about her, but Kanye, come on now. Come on, now. come on! It's, yeah, it's disappointing. It's it's, but like you, it, it's attention though. Call it, yeah, don't. it's very much so attention. And you know, this whole it, it's we never said, no one has ever said that white lives matter. White lives didn't matter. No one has ever said that. All right. we said is black lives matter. That's what yes. we as a people have said because we were the ones being gunned down, shot and killed, you know, before America's very eyes. You know, right. and that's all, yeah, and that's all it's been. Yeah, Tommy. All lives matter. Absolutely they do. But I want to say this. <clears throat> a good black ass whooping would matter more if we can just give Kanye the whooping that he needs. B-A-M. B-A-M, black ass whooping. We just need it bad. We do. That boy need a good B-A-W. He does. Well, yeah. and it goes back to what we were saying, too, but what Shirley was saying with Black Lives Matter, all we were saying was, don't, it's like when you kill us and you shoot us, we're saying don't kill and shoot us like you don't do them. We're not yeah. telling you to do that. No, we're saying don't kill us like you don't kill them. That's what right. Black Lives Matter, that's what it means. That's, that's what right. It means. That's, that's right. Exactly. Stop killing us. Stop killing us. Killing us. You don't yeah. kill them, don't kill yeah. us. For for oh, just a cool. minor traffic stop. Trayvon, you know, you stop right someone, a black person in a car, yeah. I mean, and, and they're you know killed. And we're we still... And we're still seeing it. I mean, I, I I was looking on social media the other day. I'm looking at a kid that did something wrong at school, and I'm watching police officers come up and just, oh my God, yeah, what right. they are doing, the the, yeah. the, the amount, the, the limit that they go to is is is, is crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Drug yeah. drug this kid down the bleachers, pepper spray. I mean everything, and I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna kill him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So Kanye, you're wrong for this. You're you're wrong for this. Nah, nah, you are nah, wrong for nah, this. His name now is him. <laughs> yeah. All right, Herschel Walker, uh, oh, also God. in the news. Oh, yeah, he's of course a Republican Senate candidate in Georgia. Uh, Walker has come under fire by his own son, Christian Walker, in a series of tweets. The Daily Beast recently ran a story about a woman who claimed that Herschel Walker got her pregnant in 2009 and then paid for her to have an abortion. Christian, his son, tweeted. Um, 
I know my mom and I would really appreciate if my father, Herschel Walker, stopped lying and making a mockery of us. You're not a family man when you left us to uh, bang a bunch of women, threatened to kill us, and had us move over six times in six months running from wow. your violence. Yeah. He continued, oh. I don't care about someone who has had bad past and uh, who's had a bad past and takes accountability. But how dare you lie and act as though you're some moral Christian upright man. You've lived lived a life of destroying other people's lives. How dare you? Ooh, wow. When your this son, son drags you up, quits up. Herschel. Oh my yeah. goodness. You know, there are a bunch of um, commercials in Georgia and you know one of them is his ex-wife saying that he put a gun to her head and you oh know and all this kind of stuff. Oh, he yeah. bought her like that? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But he okay. wants to run for senator. Yeah, he's running against Senator Senator Raphael Warnock. Yeah, uh, from Georgia. Mm -hmm. I better get out and vote. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. We, we have to. We have to. I want to send Herschel a nice bouquet of cotton. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A bouquet of cotton. A bouquet of cotton. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that don't, don't that make sense, though? It makes sense, yeah. though. Oh, and, and by the way, uh, uh, the debate between Senator Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker, it was scheduled for next week in Macon. First, they weren't going to debate. Then they scheduled a debate. Well, now that debate has been canceled. Oh, you doggone bet. right it has. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it has. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I bet it has. Yeah, and, and finally, this story is really weird uh, in entertainment news. R&B singer Life Jennings, uh, we know him. He's been on the show a few times. Well, he dropped a uh, fun fact. We'll call it a fun fact on social media. He claims that serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer asked him to sing Pretty Brown Eyes while they were in prison together. Life posted a video on the gram <laughs> and said, uh, look it up. You better uh, get the singing. Frame. Your ass better get the singing. <laughs> Life, why you say that? I bet he did. Because cause, yeah, you, cause you will be eating. If not, you better get <laughs> yeah. to singing. Singing. Cannibalism, Life, huh? Yeah. Yes. Life said he was Sing a porter inside that. the Wisconsin jail, and he explained what a porter is. Uh, according to Life, sing. a porter cleans, cleans railings, mops the floors, etc. He went on to say that Dahmer asked him to sing it. So, you know. I don't know. Brown eyes. <laughs> anyway, I don't that. coming up in 20 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Uh, celebrity divorce couple news. We'll talk about it right after this. I don't believe Sing that. or be eaten. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. After 14 years of marriage, actress Tia Maori has filed for divorce from her husband and actor, Corey Hardrick. Uh, this is due to irreconcilable differences. According to TMZ, Tia is asking a judge for joint physical and legal custody of their two children. She's also asking the judge to terminate the court's ability to give spousal support to either and uh, notes the couple has a prenup. Thank wow. You. That was a wow. shock. Yeah, that was, that was like very a shock. shocking. Yeah, it was a shock. Yeah, it really I was. I hate to see that. I hate for families I know. to break up like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. so I mean, yeah. a lot of divorce is going on or divorce I, talk going on why. this week. Why. Uh, why, Junior? Yeah, they heard I got married. They want me. I know. <laughs> oh. Is that what it is, Junior? Is that what it is? The streets. Why, why you think all this stuff is happening, Tommy? And you, now. I just got married. I've been 18 look, days look, in here. Look, look who's sitting <laughs> now. So, I'm telling you, look at this, man. I said, look at this. I'm they telling you, when I got married, the queen died. It was over. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> they giving up when I got married. I knew that. <laughs> I knew it. Who else getting divorced, Shirley? Go ahead, watch this. Well, Tom and Giselle. Yeah, yeah. we've heard about them. Um, yeah. They're looking to hire attorneys uh, to handle their divorce proceedings. Um, Uh-oh, they lowering up. Uh-oh, yeah, they lower are. Lower up. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. I Giselle's not happy lower. about I told, Tom's I just decision. talked to her three weeks ago. I told her. You talked to Giselle? Me. Yeah, I told her. You and Tom. Antonio Brown. I Brad. said, stay with Tom. I told her. I told her. <laughs> Tom finna get divorced? And I you know who else? three weeks ago. The singer, Miguel, and his wife of just I three years. I told to stay with Miguel. I told <laughs> but they've been off and on about separation yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. for a while. So, aw, mm-hmm. I hate this. I yeah, hate I do too. This. I don't like this. Yeah. Damn, Tom. Yeah, yeah marriage is hard work. Um, yeah. You know, it involves trust, commitment, love, patience, forgiveness. Anything else you guys can think of off, off the top of your head? What makes a good marriage? Well, junior? let's ask the newlywed. Yeah, oh, Junior. Yeah. Uh-huh. I told y'all, stay with who you had. Don't don't come out here for me. Don't get divorced because of me. I'm already, I'm gone. I can't do it. <laughs> stay with you who are, you had. You off the market. I told yeah. Giselle. I told Giselle on <laughs> September 14th, don't leave Tom. Now, here I ask is, now I got to talk about this at work. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I told Tia. I said, Tia, don't do that. I told you. What we had is what we had. Uh, here it is. They don't believe me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They don't even believe me. What have you learned time. being married two yeah, weeks, though? Two weeks. Well, what have I learned? Nothing. Shut up. Nothing. Shut up. <laughs> All I've got so far, shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Let me tell you something. I saw my name on that paperwork, and it's legal. Yeah. That's what's scary. Oh, <laughs> trust me. You're married. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. These people get married. They, you might, let me tell you something. Your wife might tear that piece of paper up. That, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Oh, Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. <laughs> We're going to talk about cuffing season right after this. You might have to tape it back together, but you're gonna get, it's going to get towed up a couple times, though. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it is upon us. Uh, cuffing season, you know, fall and winter means it is cuffing season. Uh, that's the time of year when singles start to get all booed up. But it's only for a short time. It's only for a short-term romance uh, to pass those cold months, you know, because it gets cold and you want somebody to, you know, cuddle up to and all of that. It's like the total opposite of a summer fling. That's what it is. Cuffing season usually kicks off at the start of October. Here we are, what, at the start of October. And mm-hmm. it ends right after Valentine's Day, okay? That's uh, too long. Yeah, it, it ends, or it could end after Christmas, it could end after New Year's, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. I got to ask you guys, you have any any advice for cuffers out there? Oh, uh, to you cuffers. Uh-huh. Find you yeah. somebody, first of all, who can cook. You can't be all trapped up in there and can't go nowhere and can't nobody cook. All right? So you don't want to cuff with Shirley. You need a real cuffer, okay? Somebody does. Somebody who can cook. Somebody who want to have sex two, three times a day. These, this is good cuffing stuff. Two or three times a day. You ain't got a job. We gotta go to work. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Cuffing. It rhymes with cuffing. Hey, hey. What are we doing here? (laughs) Careful, sir. (laughs) Come on, newlywed. What you think? Yeah, I'm tell you what makes a good cuffing season. Find Mm. somebody that got a strong thigh. You need that thigh over you. A strong yeah, okay, thigh. thigh. That thigh got to have some, some Keep warmth. Warm. 
Yes. yes. You don't need uh-huh. that in cover. See, yes. a strong thigh makes a difference. I'm telling you. Oh, good. Okay, so okay. Uh-huh. are there any don'ts that you don't do on your list for cuffing season when you Doesn't don't get like nobody it. under 160? I know that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you need some weight. You need weight. some weight. Wait, okay. don't get nobody under 160. Come on. You remember, yeah. Tommy, you remember, you remember how I used to do it? Size how 16 and up. Uh-huh. A whole lot of butt <laughs> and a shout haircut. Boy, you don't understand. <laughs> Ain't nothing like a 16, boy. Will you be there, somebody? Yeah. So do you think it could maybe last for longer than cuffing season? You know, yeah. so we start maybe getting hot. You start making our way out. Yeah, because that leg what? get too heavy around yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It get yeah. way too heavy Don't around. need that. Yeah, we got to bang that out. Wait, Let me tell you when really? cover season ends, Carla. This is when cover season okay. ends. When? Soon as you click on your air condition, cover season yeah. over. <laughs> or when so your leg, you. or when, <laughs> when your leg starts sweating on my leg, it's, it's, yeah. time, it's, time, it's time to, to break this up. Yeah. This okay. sounds like no white before Memorial Day and no white after Labor Day. That's what this sounds Without. like, cuffing season. But you know, right. but yeah, you know Carla, what? what you got? What you got? Well, I have a question. So, uh-huh. Relationships take time. You know, know your tough. season, Carla. Know what your you season. What are you saying, though? So if we get together in October, we get this in this you relationship. Know you, ain't, you know you ain't March. You know you ain't March. <laughs> you Why? October, we're going to get you through February. Because you're not, you're, you're, not, you're not built for March. You're, you're not on, that. Tommy, just be truthful, Tommy. Don't nobody even see you. They don't even know we together. You and I feel yeah. We are hibernating. For four months, ain't nobody seeing you. We hibernating. <laughs> We hibernate. When that when that sun come out in March, you know this, oh. You already know that. <laughs> well, how do you break up with them though? How, That's how is it, it gonna go? How do we break yeah, up? How is it gonna go? Yeah. I don't know if she know it, but the minute I don't call no more, I'm gone. That's it. <laughs> it's over. I gotta get to the no gym. Closure. In March. You done, no you done, closure. You done fed me way too much food. I gotta get to the gym in March and get this <laughs> off me. Yeah. It's, well, it's I, I just think this is so wrong because I it's think you just terrible yeah. relationships. Wait, it takes time. You need to, do, you know, get to oh, know each on. other. You got Thanksgiving. You can meet the family. What about that? What? Christmas holidays, oh, yeah. right. New Year's. You got a date for New Year's, and then you just break it up. That's kind of cold blooded. you got all them good days in. Now, why, why, why you? Why would you? Why would you? Why I you want to overdo it? Get you a Christmas no, gift, know but you not open it in front of nobody, though. You not open <laughs> your gift in front of nobody. Just what me. What does that mean? Why? You mean you ain't over here with the family? I bring your gift to you. Oh. oh. <laughs> ain't nobody gonna see you open this. Your Christmas is Christmas Eve, and you know that. You, you know, know that. that. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. It's, so much for this- cuffing season. <laughs> Yeah. Is it zappy season or cuffing season? I know. Some of them is the same. All right, uh, coming up, it is is the nephew (laughs) with the prank phone call right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is get a load of this subject, guys. I'd rather be in prison than to live with her. Lord, <laughs> that is deep. Wow. Now, you know what? Right <laughs> what? He, must he be don't miserable. like her at all. He is uh-uh. miserable. Uh uh-uh. uh. You trying to do three to five? Yeah. Three to five. <laughs> wow, we'll find out what that's all about. As if we don't know. Uh, coming up, uh, but right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. Nep, what you got today? 
this right here yeah. is just vintage time is stupid right here. This okay. is vintage time is stupid. Mm-hmm. Now, we're gonna call somebody. We're gonna I wanna I wanna go to the high school reunion. You understand? Mm-hmm. I wanna go okay. to the high school reunion. But okay. I wanna go to the high school but I wanna go to the high school reunion with my high school sweetheart. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the high school sweetheart, she's married. She's married. Oh. Okay. So we're gonna oh, go on and call okay. the husband. We're gonna, we gonna call the husband and ask mm-hmm. him, can uh, can I go to the high school reunion with her, which is his wife? You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's the it's the gentleman Ooh, thing to do, right? I hear you, brother. <laughs> yeah. You, you play too much. Carla, can your high school sweetheart call and ask your husband to take you to a reunion? Can he do that? Never. Never. I saw him in the mall one day. I bumped into him just walking. I said, I screamed. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he can ask. Man. That's all that matters when your ex sees you. Oh you're fly. Yeah. Carl, did you say they like, Charles? You got to be fly. Uh-huh. It's like, whoa. Oh, all right, buckle up. Here we go. This is the high school reunion. High school reunion. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Sylvia, please. Uh, she's not available. This is her husband, Andre. Can I help you? Andre, how you doing, man? My name is Ken. I'm, um, I, I graduated with Sylvia. We're having a big uh, 25-year class reunion this year. Okay. For uh, 1985. Will she be home soon? Uh, I don't know, man. She actually out shopping right now. Okay, okay, cool. Well, um, hey, listen, has she heard about, does she know about the reunion, or or do you know anything about that? Uh, not to my knowledge. It's the first I ever heard about a reunion. Okay. Well, there, there is a reunion, man. She's actually, I think, signed up for it. I'm not sure. That's why I asked you. But I, I think I saw her name was that she was signed up to come. Okay. Let, let, let me ask you this. When, when, when exactly did you graduate? I graduated in 82. Okay, in 82. Okay, you a little bit before us then. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, um... Let me, let, me, let, me, let me go ahead and say this, Andre. Uh, actually, in high school, man, Sylvia was my, you know, my high school sweetheart. And, we, you know, we dated from ninth grade to freshman year in college. And I wanted to see if, you know, if, if, if it was cool with you, you know, if you didn't mind me escorting her to the 25-year class reunion. Doing what? Well, let, let me say that again. Like I say, man, my name is Ken. Uh-huh. I got that. I got that part. I'm trying to make sure I heard right what you said. Yeah, I said that I, I Sylvia and I were high school sweethearts, man. I was, uh, you know, from ninth grade all the way to freshman year in college. We dated each other. Okay. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I got, I got that. But what did you ask me? I asked you if, if, if it was all right for, if, if you didn't mind, if I escorted her to the 25 year class reunion. Are you related to her? No, I, I mean, no, I'm not related to. Her. I just told you I was a high school sweetheart. Uh, no, man, I'm saying nobody going to be asking my wife nowhere. I put the ring on her finger. You said you was you was her high school sweetheart? Yeah, I mean, we was together from, you know, ninth grade all the way to my to, to freshman year in college, you know, so. Okay. Yeah, that, was, I, that, that was in the past, brother. I'm sorry to let you know that, but that was in the past. I'm the present, so I only must think she's going to be interested in trying to go nowhere with you anyway. Hey, man, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is something innocent, though, man. This is just me taking her to, you know, you know, I thought she might get a kick out of us going together, you know. Brother, I don't know what wrong with you i done told you if it's not going to one ear put the phone on the other one she ain't going nowhere with you do i need to break it down anymore hey man you ain't got to you ain't got to talk to me and disrespect me like this man now all i try to do is you talking about i'm disrespecting you you gonna call my gonna tell me i'm disrespecting you you asking me can you take my wife to the damn class reunion and expect me to be okay with that 
What kind of damn fool that to call somebody and ask, can you take their wife to a class reunion? Hey, man, that was my high school sweetheart, all right? We had we had some. I was her first, okay? I was her first, dog. If you was the first, then I'm the last, and I'm the only one, so we're going to leave it at that. How about that, partner? Uh, well, it's, it's whatever, man. You know what, man? I try to call you and talk to you like a man, but you know what I should have did? I should have called me and talked to me like a just... man. You were doing a little stuff, man. I should have called Sylvia in the first. I should have never called. Matter of fact, you know what? I apologize for calling. Let me get on the phone and just call Sylvia and see if she well, don't mind with you me. You go right on ahead and do that. You go right on ahead and call her. Well, that, that, that's what I'm going to do. Because Sylvia can make a decision on what Sylvia want to do. I can tell you one thing. Sylvia do what Sylvia want to do, but Sylvia ain't interested in you. Man, this is not about being interested in me, man. This is innocent. This is just me and her going to the damn class reunion together, man. It, it, it ain't like we finna go do something together, man, on, on a physical uh, level. We just going to have fun. I'm, I'm trying old to keep my cool. I'm trying to tell you, and I already told you no, okay? If you can't get no, then I don't know what you can't get. But you ain't getting Sylvia, I tell you that much. She's not going to no reunion. You know what, man? No I'm through talking to you. I'm just going to call Sylvia because that's what I should have done in the first place. Mm -hmm. I should have called. I told you, but you ain't going to call nobody. You better not dial my wife number, man. I'm telling you this right now. I'll be at that class where you and I'll be looking for your king, whatever your name is. I'm going to find out who you are. I ain't playing no like this. I told you. You are disrespectful in the first place. I done told your don't call my wife. She ain't going to no Reunion, so you bet not call a phone. No, no, I've been married to go to you. Walk up in this and up my situation. Now, I told you, I will come to this class reunion and I will your up, man, because you look like you're playing with me or acting stupid or something. You ain't taking my wife to no class reunion. You understand what I'm saying? Your wife don't want to go to the reunion with me. How you know that? She ain't going nowhere with you. I done told you, man, don't get me acting crazy up in here. I done told you. Now, I said first, I won't come to the class reunion, but I will come to that. Just to make sure I knock your lights out. Don't be acting stupid like I can't find. They got all kind of they ain't found on some of them, but I'll find your. This is innocent, man. Me and her going to the reunion is innocent, and she ought to be able to decide if she want to go with me or not. Ain't nothing innocent about you. Your sound trite anyway. Call somebody phone. Talk about a class reunion. I ain't even much heard about. Hey, man, I, give, I tell you what. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm finna get our phone call, Sylvia. Okay. Respect I'm, the ring. You understand what I'm saying to you? I didn't post your. You should mad, but I don't understand what you can't understand what? about that. Respect the ring. Hey, man, I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. You ain't got to say to me, man. You ain't got a thing to say to me except to hit this click in your ear right now. No, I got one more damn thing to say to you, and then I'm going to get off the phone. I'm going to be through with it, man. What the you got to say to me? Say what? What the you got to say to me before I hang up this I got this to say to you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your wife's Sylvia got me to prank phone call you. Bullshit. <laughs> Are you for real? I'm serious, man. I'm serious. Oh, oh man, I'm over here sweating and everything, man. Just mad. No, this is a joke, dog. You all right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be all right <laughs> in about an hour or two. <laughs> That's that's okay. That's cool. All right. All right. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Well, I guess this is a good time to tell you the class reunion is coming up. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess ain't no class reunion, huh? No, there is a class reunion. You need to get ready because you're going. <laughs> yeah, I'll be making sure if there is one, I'll definitely be there. Uh, why? <laughs> Was I stupid enough?
Yes. I just want to know. Am I stupid enough? Always are. Okay. I'm going to be that same stupid Charleston, South Carolina, baby, Saturday, November the 12th at the Omar Shrine Auditorium, the nephew with the microphone. Just as stupid. More stupid than that prank call. More stupid mm. than that. Get your tickets. They on sale right now. How? <laughs> All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up, it is a strawberry letter subject. I'd rather be in prison than to live with her. We'll get into that right Ooh. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, guys, you guys didn't like this title, but here it is. The subject, I'd rather be in prison than live with her. Dear Stephen Shirley, I was released from state prison a few months ago. While in prison for 23 months, I thought my girlfriend had my back and we'd get married when I came home. Boy, was I wrong. And I came home to a situation that was worse than prison. I was released to my own home with my girlfriend who has been staying in my home while I was in prison. It was supposed to be a joyous homecoming, but instead I walked into hell. My girlfriend has turned into a conniving, cheating, and very immature person. I don't know what happened while I was away, but I thank God I got to see who she really is before I married her. 
I found out that she's been cheating on me and the guy was all up in my house all of the time. She also hasn't been doing the upkeep on my house and it's filthy. Along with real life obstacles I'll face as a convicted felon, she has run up my credit cards, mismanaged a lot of my money and destroyed my credit. I've told her it's over and asked her to move out several times, but she said it's her house too and she's not going anywhere. I can't raise my voice at her or touch a hair on her head because I live in constant fear that she may use the criminal justice justice system as a weapon against me. It's back to jail I go if I have any police contact. Other guys call her and she'll go in another room and talk to them and I can't say a word to her about it. I am living in sheer hell. I thought about calling my parole officer to explain what's going on, but I don't want to get anyone involved in my business like that. I do not need relationship advice. I need advice on how to get away from her so I can have peace and get situated back into my community. How can I handle this? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, we give relationship advice here. Uh, That is what we do, but... um, We'll see what we can do to help you, sir, because we don't want you to go back to prison. That's definitely what we don't want. And first of all, let me say this. I I, I need you to be as nice to her as you possibly can while she's in your home and until the day she leaves, okay? You can't be no nice, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Keep it up. Keep it up. This will, um, I'm sure, have to involve some very skilled acting on your part. You're, you're doing a great job so far. Just keep it up. But like you say, uh, you can't give her any reason at all to suspect you're up to anything. You don't want her calling the police. You don't want to go back to prison. So um, I, I'll just say start building a support system. You know, you're out now. Um, start you know, dealing with people that you know have your back, uh, like family. Um, members, people that you can trust, friends, like I say, who have your back, maybe a pastor, maybe someone who has knowledge of the law, real estate, all of that. You need to find out your rights as a homeowner. You have, um, you know, you got to be smart in this. You got to be strategic. Again, you don't want her finding out anything. Uh, This woman sounds like the devil himself sent her to your house, so you definitely need to have God on your side. That's why I mentioned a pastor uh, if you're going to, you know, get her out of your house. I'm saying all of this. I don't even know why you went in prison and spent two years, almost two years mm. to begin with. But but the tone of your letter sounds like it comes from a decent man. I'm going to say you're a decent man. Um, you know, anytime you say you'd rather be in prison than in the comfort of your own home, I just think it is think it's a major problem. And having this woman uh, who has taken over your home and basically your life is, is beyond unsettling, and she needs to go. So I just say, please get a plan together uh, together to get her out now. Write it down. But, um, you know, never let her know what you're doing because you don't want to uh, upset her or alert her or anything like that. But you can get her out of your house. It's just going to take a plan. Steve? Yeah, bro. I don't, I don't know what to say to you in this letter, honestly, man, except I feel for you. I really, really do, man. You did your time for whatever the mistake was you made. Thought your girl had your back. Y'all was going to get married. Boy, were you wrong when you came to a situation worse than prison. Now, let me say this. You're saying that you're glad you find out that she's been staying in your home while you was in prison and it was supposed to be a joyous homecoming, but you walked into hell. 
she's turned into a conniving, cheating, and very immature person. I don't know what happened while I was away, but here's the deal. I thank God I got to see who she really is before I married her. Bingo. That's the good thing. Somebody sent me a text one time, and I'll try to see if I can find it while I'm talking to you. But sometimes, and I've often said this to women, the blessing is in the breakup. And uh, you've got to realize what that is when you get it. I think you had a blessing. And so I'm trying to find this thing that someone sent me about uh, this, this situation you're in. First of all, young brother, here's what it is. It says, don't worry about the people God removed from your life. He heard conversations you didn't, saw things you couldn't, and made moves you wouldn't. Now, brother, you seem like a good man. I'm going to assume that this crime you went to jail for was federal prison, and you did some federal time, and you probably did some type of white-collar crime. I don't really know what it is. I know it's a nonviolent offense. Let's just say that. You did 23 months, you got out. All right, Steve, uh, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, subject for today, I'd rather be in prison than live with her. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, I'd rather be in prison than live with her. Well, brother, I know what you're saying, but... We can't go back to prison. I don't think you're trying to do that. So we're faced with uh, this situation. This woman has turned out to be a cheater. Here's the upside. You found out just in time. You didn't marry her. All you got to do now is get her out your house. Now, there are ways to file for this, I'm sure. Now, you being a convicted felon is going to create a couple of problems. Because once you go down there, and you include the court system to get her put out the house, all she got to do is spin and lie on you. And she may do the dirty on you just so she can go back to business as usual. So you have to be extremely careful and cunning here. You had a house that you still managed to keep. She's ran up all your credit. She's ruined your money. And uh, she's been in your house. Well, at least you had a house. So we got to get smart here, man. You got to go over a couple of friends' house. You got to get some measures taken legally that can help you out. In the meantime, spend as less time at home as you can until you find a way to work through this legally. But then you're going to have to spend time away from the house because if you stay there, she can get you jammed up. All she got to do is call 911 one time. They come to your house, bro, and you backed up. Now, I know you say you'd rather go to prison and live with her, but you really don't mean that because nothing happens when you locked up. Nothing. So get with a friend. Get with some smart friends because you got some smart friends. Get yourself some knowledge about what you can do. Move out of there and start the process then and don't go nowhere near her. Put a restraining order on yourself before she asks for one. See, if you don't go over there by her, dog, she can't put a restraining order on you. That's the worst thing can happen to a convicted felon. You start getting some of those insinuated charges. And when you're on probation, man, you can't do nothing. 
you can't have police contact. You already know that. They can sit you down for violation of parole, and you could be in there for up to a year before they even bring you in front of a judge. You know how this system works, man. So I feel badly for you, brother, but uh, surely did the right thing and told you the right thing. I think you should separate yourself from the situation because it sounds like you're going to get in deep. Mm-hmm. And they ain't going to do nothing but lead you down a dark road, man. Yeah. And don't yeah. put yourself out there. Don't throw your freedom away, brother. Right. She mm-hmm. is not worth it. The mm-hmm. cheating, immature, stealing, low-down, perfect person, mm-hmm. disrespectful. No, non-committal. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it ain't worth it, bro. Yeah. It ain't worth it. And don't let her know anything you're doing. Please. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Well, you know. That is terrible. That's horrible. <laughs> that like a really bad And document letter. everything you do. True. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. everything. That's yeah. right. Everything. That's Whose right. house you staying over? Where was you mm-hmm. at? Pictures. Yeah. Time checks. Who paying yep. for the house? Who's paying for that house? It's his house. It's well, his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop paying for it. Let it go in but foreclosure. She's, yeah. She said, it was her house. she said it was her house. Yeah, I wonder if her leave. name's on it. Yeah. But if the yeah. bank kick everybody at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got to get with that's, some that's people. That's so sad, Steve. That's sunset. Yeah. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Because he sounds like a really nice guy, man. Really yeah, that's an ugly situation for this guy to be in, man. Because this yeah. woman could hurt him. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, really so be careful because he's on probation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He I, walking I like, on eggshells. Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that you said don't stay there. No, he you should. Know, he's no, got man. family. He's got friends, you know. Yes, right. Uh, yeah. Get I have a, out I from have around her. <laughs> yeah. Junior, what you got? I just have a suggestion. I mean, you know, that's one way. Go Foreclosure ahead. could be one way. But I have a lot of experience with parole officers and all that. Type mm-hmm. of stuff, you know, a lot of family members have been through that. But mm-hmm. one thing we could do is people that he met while he was in there, if he mm-hmm. know they out, we could use this to our event. We could scare her out the house. This ain't gonna be good, Junior. <laughs> I'm just saying we could scare out the Junior, house. Junior, don't you think we thought of that? You I'm don't just you don't think they're gonna be able to tie them inmates right. also. Just right. he wasn't trying there. to keep him out he of prison, Junior. He don't need to be no, at junior. the house. No, Junior. Steve junior. has a logical answer. No. We yeah. can't do that. <laughs> we can't do that, Junior. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. I know you want to. He's got to kind of go by the book on this one. That's his house. Any false move, he could go back in, and that's what we're trying to avoid. But here. he could tell his parole officer what's going on yeah. because you got to update him about your status. You know. I like the fact that he said, "I don't need relationship advice too," because he knows that's over. No, this over with. Yeah, that's really no. sad. Yeah, that's it really, really is. It it really really is. She's taking advantage of him. Yeah, and of she's the going to take advantage of the judicial system. And he's mm-hmm. smart enough to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, no one said, he didn't say how long he's on parole either, you know? Mm-hmm. So this could be going on for quite a while, but yeah, he's got to get rid of her, get her out of his house and out of his life. Man. I don't rather be in prison, though. I sleep in the car before I go to jail. Yeah. I know that's right. <laughs> that ain't no damn option. I, you can't even go to the stove. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm going to swing around here to Chick fil A. They don't have that in prison. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Junior, it is time now for Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, Shirley, but let me let the people know. Uh, listen, Virginia Beach, I'm, I'm there tomorrow night now at the Funny Bone. Okay, two shows Friday, two oh, yeah, shows boy. Saturday. I'm finna go out here and act a fool time. I'm finna go out here and give it to him. But then also, I ain't gonna, I gotta put this out here too, man. I'm out here on this road. I'm back. After I got married, I'm back to work. Richmond, Virginia, get ready for Just a Smoke Weekend. It's better to happen for you, Richmond. Funny Bone Thursday, party on Friday, all this to raise money for the foundation. We're doing all this for Cures Hope on on January, uh, on October 20th and 21st. I said January. What the hell am I talking about? We get October. October 20th and October 21st, Richmond, Virginia. All right, T, let's get to it, man. Here it is. Picks, Tommy. I, I need pick. to know how you feel. You get the pick, I man. The Here pick. we go. Starting the night, Colts Broncos. What you got? Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan? Uh, Which one you going? Colts? Okay. Okay. All right. What? Write it down. Why the hell he going against Russell Wilson? Like, Sierra ain't going to be happy about that. If, if this was by dancing, then I would pick Sierra. This is about Here we go. Giants, Packers, man. What One you got, step. man? Packers, Packers. Over the Giants. The okay. Packers. Here goes Don't see you going to do this Steelers, Bills. That's my frat brother over there. I got to go with Pittsburgh. That's my frat brother. Hey, 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 hey. I, okay. I pick for different reasons. Okay. I pick for different Clearly. reasons. Clearly. Oh, truly. Okay. okay. This ain't this ain't Uncle Steve. This ain't pimping. This is time. I pick okay. for different reasons. Oh, well, okay. speaking okay. of watch, Uncle Steve, watch, here's speaking of Uncle watch. Steve, charges Browns. Oh, I don't fool with the Browns. <laughs> Just because Uncle Steve. Just I'm going with the charges. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Vikings what? Bears. Yeah, hold on, hold on. You act like Deshaun playing already. Deshaun ain't playing. <laughs> Cleveland, Cleveland no. is not looking good right now. Okay then. Keep okay. Going. Vikings Bears. Vikings Bears. I go with the Vikings because uh, well I don't know. I like Chicago though. I'm going with Shotown. I'm going with Shotown. There it is. Only reason. I'm going with Chicago because it's not too cold yet. When it get too cold, I don't know. And I, don't, I just came back from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. You call Chicago. it. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> right. Here we go. Lions, Patriots. Carl, I'm not picking Chicago because of you. I'm not doing it because of you. Go ahead, bro. Here we go. Tell me Lions, Who? Patriots. Lions, Patriots. Lions versus – I'm going with the Lions. That's my boy oh, over there. He's a defensive coordinator. Off the yeah. uh, defensive coordinator. Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn. I'm, going, I'm going with Detroit. AG. Yes. What's up, man? All right, here we go. Yes, sir. Seahawks, Saints. I got to get this in to see what you're going to do because Carl is sitting right there. Lord. Seahawks. Listen, if they're going to get that boy some crab legs, he can play his ass off. But if y'all <laughs> not going to get that boy some crab legs, he not. He, I'm just sorry, Carl. No, hey. Struggle. Struggle. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Coming up at the top of the hour. Um, some advice is needed for a few of our listeners on social media. We'll try and answer their questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. 
Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at Prudential.com slash blueprints. All right, so guys, uh, we have a question from Mark uh, on Facebook. Mark says, my girlfriend and I have been together for six months, and all this time I've known she was, quote, the one. Marriage is clearly in our future, but uh, she just sprung one of her rules on me, and I'm tripping about it. She's adamant about us both having our separate lives, even though we're together and faithful. That includes separate places to live. She wants to keep her apartment and she doesn't care where I live as long as it's not with her. She says she's very picky about her living space and me messing that up would not end well for us as a couple. Dog, I don't even know. How, how should I feel about this? What? This is beautiful. Are you this crazy? is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> what? You get your what? own spot. You get to go visit her when you want to visit her. This is beautiful. They're dating oh at, at this point. They're not married. <laughs> but when we get married, we're going to have our own places. I love it. Shirley, uh-huh. oh, my God. Shirley, listen, in my, in my, in my in the neighborhood where um, that my grandmother lived in when, uh, uh-huh. when I was in Houston, where my grandmother was living, there was a person that was married, and, mm-hmm. and, and the husband lived down the street in another house. It was the craziest thing I ever seen. And he would come down to her house, to his wife's house, have dinner, and then go back to his house. Craziest thing I ever see, but I love it. <laughs> wow. Beautiful wow. thing. I'm all for separate bathrooms, but in the same house. Thank you right, very much. Right, Shirley. This yeah. is crazy. <laughs> they're, no. they're, yeah, this is nonsense. What about you, newlywed? No, what you no. think? Mark, what are you writing us for? She said this. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> we going to have separate living. You good. I, I love wish. It. I, I love wish. it. Come on, newlywed. I wish. I uh-huh. wish. I, I'm telling you, I'm 18 days in. I wish she would have said. I wish she would have said. <laughs> she said it. She said it, Mark. And you right now complaining, misprint. You perfect. You good. Oh, I wish. I, I wish Jackie lived down the street. If Jackie lived down the street. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if she lived down the street, what? What? <laughs> crazy. You guys, this is craziness right here. Why get married? What, what's the point of getting married if you're exactly. going to live separately? I don't get it. What do you mean, why get married? I ain't yeah, why get married have, if you're I not going to live nobody have house. you. Okay, that's, I'm selfish. I'm not letting nobody have you. <laughs> uh-huh. But we but, just don't have to live together. We don't have to uh-huh. live together. Because I'm going to tell you, all these errands I'm running, I didn't have to do these 18 days ago. Now I'm running <laughs> every day. I got somewhere to go. 
You tired? I'm tired. Hold on. I'm tired. Drop me off at the airport. I've never driven to the airport. Never. <laughs> what did you writing us for, Mark? Me and Tommy gave you an out. This you is a beautiful it. thing, boy. Oh, I wish Jackie lived on there. Oh, I be passing by Jackie. Oh, you need to do something with your yard. You got to do something with your Insanity, guys. <laughs> Every married man listening to this show right now said, What is you writing for? Shut <laughs> up. This is a perfect time for Uncle Steve. Shut your damn mouth. This yes. is a home run hitter. Home this run hitter, baby. All right, let's see if we have time for one more. Um, uh, this is from Ronnie on Twitter. Ronnie writes, uh, I just got called into HR for having uh, sexually degrading material posted in my cubicle. Apparently, one of my female co-workers wandered her nosy behind into my cubicle uh, and had an issue with a picture that was on my desk. The picture in question, my wife, who is built like a brick house. Yes. Uh, And is a professional bodybuilder. Uh, Earlier this year, she won a regional competition, and the picture is of her flexing in her bikini with her trophy, okay? Can I really get in trouble for celebrating the greatness that is my wife? What? Well, Well, I'm I'm just not a fan of these cubicles. They always get your ass in trouble. All these cubicles. (laughs) It's always always a problem with these cubicles, dog. You can't, you can't put your life up in your cubicle, dog. You can't do it. And you already, and your, and your, and your coworker is not fine, and she's intimidated. You know what I'm saying? Oh. How fine your wife oh, that's really what is. It is. Okay. But you got, that we got, well, we got to get these people out of these cubicles. I'm serious. <laughs> Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen, guys. Uh, listen, my candles are back. I want to thank everyone who purchased a candle. Uh, mm. My love, Shirley, Shirley Strawberry Candles. Thank you so much. Uh, I also added something new to my line. I have candles now, and I also have new designer bags. That's right. I have new designer Whoa, handbags for women. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Carla. Whoa. I have new designer bag, handbags. Uh huh. I do. I do. They will debut at a place called The Lab Factory. It's a brand new store, uh, manufacturing company in the city of Atlanta, in Buckhead, actually. 800 Miami Circle in Buckhead, in Atlanta. Uh, And they're having a big grand opening this Saturday, a big grand opening. Celebrities, all of that coming out. It starts at 11 a.m. And I just want you guys to come out, see what I've been doing. My candles are back, like I said, and I have handbags in an array of colors. Red, pink, blue, green, black. Rust, pumpkin, so every color that you can imagine. Yeah, I have them. So please come. 800 Miami Circle in Atlanta. Sweet so 170. If I buy my, if I buy mm-hmm. my wife a bag, you, you'll slide me two candles in there? In the side <laughs> this ain't no two for one. Yeah, what? Just, just, a little just a little old little something on the side. You know. Well, I want a pink bag. Breast cancer you want pink? this month. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll get a pink I got bag. You. And, and thank oh, you for my wonderful candles. It smells so oh, you're good. Welcome. Thank yes. you. I have green, pink, red, white, blue, white. Yes. <laughs> Delta, the right. divine nine. Uh huh. <laughs> all of that. All of that. All right. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather have nosy neighbors or would you rather have noisy neighbors? 
Nosy or noisy? That's a tough one there. Yeah, that is. I don't like a nosy neighbor. I don't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't. Not that I do but anything. I just don't. I don't need all that interaction. I don't need get all Get out of my business. The, yeah. I think I'd rather you be noisy. I, yeah, I noisy can, yeah. I can, neighbors. Because yeah. you ain't uh-huh. coming over to my house. Yeah, noisy. Right. Noise. Right. Really? Noisy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could actually yeah. spark something up in here. Yeah. <laughs> get you some yeah. business. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Would you rather spend a week with no soap? Or would you rather spend a week with no toothbrush? Hmm. God, dog. I'm brushing my teeth. I got to have that soap, dog. I got to have that soap. I got, I, ooh. You know what? I'm going to take that soap and I'm going to wash my mouth out with that damn soap. But I, I, I'm but I'm going to be able to hit everything. That toothbrush, you're on your own, partner. You're on your own. You can't hit enough spots. Well, you know, mm-hmm. one time, the way I look at it is that, you know, I'm going to brush my teeth. Now, I ain't got no soap, but I'm going to get in the shower. Uh-huh. I'm still going to yeah, bathe. Just ain't no hey, soap, though. Oh, you can be wet and funky. I'm be Stop wet. That. <laughs> yeah, wet well, I'm sorry. You can be wet and funky. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my breath is amazing. <laughs> Minty fresh. <laughs> <laughs> my breath going to smell like men's dove soap, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you guys rather walk? Uh, barefoot in a public restroom, ew. B, or would you B. rather? You'd rather get I'm food poisoning. Yeah. yeah give me I'm not walking. Food poisoning. I'm not. Wa- I'm not walking <laughs> on that <laughs> floor in that <laughs> bathroom. I'm no. not doing it. Tommy's a germaphobe. I'm uh-huh. not walking on that floor at all. Have you seen the restrooms in the airport? Just start there. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. No. So you'd rather get food poisoning? I'm, I'm going to be sick. Because, yeah. Shirley, let me tell you something. If I go in that bathroom, if I go in that bathroom, I'm going to find out that my ass is Spider-Man. Because I'm going to be stuck to the wall. I'm going to be stuck to the ceiling and everything. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not walking on that floor. Come okay. on, Spider-Nephew. All right. Would you rather be blind and not be able to talk or, or not be able to talk for the rest of your life? Not be able blind to think or not be able to talk? For the rest of your life. I'm guessing you going with A Tommy. <laughs> well, I, well I'm, tr- I'm trying to talk now, Jimmy. This is difficult already. <laughs> and the struggle is real, huh, Tommy? <laughs> Hell. You're getting better every day, though. What I ain't going to do is be blind, too, now. now no, I need to see. <laughs> you cancer free, baby. You kick cancer's butt. Yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> All right. Uh, That is today's round of Would You Rather. Uh, Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. 
Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day on this Thursday. Um, Take us home with some closing remarks. Uh, you know, somebody sent me something um, a while back. You know, I, I, I keep stuff that people send me uh, because um, a lot of people send me things when I know I'm going through something. Uh, a lot of people send me stuff when uh, just to say, hey, Steve, if you're out there talking, man, here's a thought for you. And uh, one of the things that I've learned in my life is that All of us are going to be tested. We're going to be tested and tried throughout our life. Uh, It's these tests that are presented to us that allows us an opportunity to grow. Every test that comes your way is an opportunity for you to gain some valuable knowledge from it. And so throughout life, you will always be tested. Everything that happens to you is not just because the devil is busy. Some things happen to you because God has to present certain things for you in order for you to learn how to deal with it, which better prepares you for what you ask for later in life or to prepare you for what God is going to present to you later in life. So when you're going through hardships, you got to understand that these hardships are preparing you for the future. And like I've been saying a lot over the past few weeks, if you think about all your hardships and your tough days and your rough days, your actual record for surviving bad days all the way up until this point, y'all, is 100%. And that's a pretty good track record. Now, in this test that God is going to present to you, somebody sent this to me on a plaque and it said the life has many ways of testing a person's will. I want you to hear me clearly. It says life has many ways of of testing a person's will, either by having nothing happen at all or by having everything happen all at once. Do you know how true of a statement that is? You get tested. By first of all, a person's will get tested by either having nothing happen at all. You know how hard it is, man, when you ain't got nothing going on? Do you know how hard it is, man, when you can't get nothing popping? You know how difficult life can be, man, when you just can't seem to get it right? Do you know the difficulties you face, man, when ain't nothing clicking on none of the cylinders, man? Ain't nothing happening at all? That's a test, man. That's a real hard test, man. That's when you're sitting up there, man, going, Lord, Heavenly Father. And now it's preparing you and conditioning you to get closer to God. Because I'm telling you, man, you can't make it in this world without God. Now, you can keep on trying this way if you want to, but I got news for you. You you can lock in on this one. This is a fact. You can't make it through this life without no God. You can't do it. You cannot do it. It's too difficult. And one of the tests to get you to draw closer to him is sometimes... A person's will is tested by having nothing happen at all. But here's the other way you get tested. How about this one? Or by having everything happen 
all at once. Man. How many times that didn't happen, man? When it just felt like, man, it's raining cats and dogs on you. It's almost like, man, you can't catch a break. See, a minute ago, you couldn't catch a break to get something happen, and now all of a sudden it looked like you can't stop this thing from happening. It's just snowballing on you, man. That's a test. You know what? God is wanting you to get close to him, too, so he can take some of that weight up off you. So you can take your troubles to him and tie it to him so he can prove to you that you ain't in this thing by yourself. See, you ain't in life by yourself when ain't you ain't got nothing happening and you ain't got and you ain't by yourself in life when you got everything happening. You need God, man. I kid you not. And you know how I know what I'm talking about? Because you're looking at a man who tried it without him. And I knew better. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. I knew better than to turn away and try it my way. But I did it for years. And I made, you know what I mean? I made a mess out of myself. I, I was turning myself into a big old glob of nothing. But he got my undivided attention one day. When I was at a real low point. On one of them days where I thought I'm going to rise no more. On one of them days where I thought, man, I done had enough of this. I ain't never thought about killing myself. I ain't never thought about checking out. The thought has never crossed my mind. But I'm just talking about, I just had some days, man, where it just felt like, man, this is it right here. I can't do no more of this here. When I was living in that car, I had some days, man, where I just said, man, I can't do this no more. I'm going to go home. man. I'm going to go home my mom and daddy, man, just see if I can stay there till I find a job. I almost did that. Because you know what? Wasn't nothing happening at all. I couldn't get nothing clicking. And right about then, man, I just asked God, I said, man, can you just show me a sign that it's going to be all right? Next thing I know, I called the answer machine in my mama's house, and it was a message. And it was a guy named Chuck, Chuck Sutton at Showtime with your Apollo. Next thing you know, man, next thing you know, that weekend, I was on TV for the very first time. And do you know something that I've been on TV ever since that? But it was real dark for me for a minute. But he always comes. Life got a lot of ways of testing the people's will. Either by having nothing happen at all or by having everything happen all at once. But either way, it's a test. You can pass it. You've done all the rest of them. Ain't you got through it? Yeah, you have. That's it. Keep your faith. Put some God in your life. You need him. Drop the mic. Woohoo! <laughs> hey, y'all, tell your mom and him I said what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 